Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing our study in the book of Judges. We're still in chapter 2, looking at verses 14 and 15 from New King James Version. Again, the children of Israel are reaping what they sowed. They have uh, failed to keep their end of the covenant. And because they have not kept their end of the covenant, God has to do what he said he would do. But let's listen to God's word. It reads, And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. So he delivered them into the hands of plunderers who despoiled them. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies all around so that they could no longer stand before their enemies. Wherever they went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for calamity. As the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn to them, and they were greatly distressed. Again, Judges chapter 2, verses 14 and 15 in the New King James Version, which gives this section a title, Israel's unfaithfulness. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of Five Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. Again, this is Judges chapter 2, verses 14 through 15 in the New King James Version. And this looks at God's anger as he looks at the sin of idolatry among the children of Israel. Remember, the uh, angel has already uh, told them to tear down the altars of these um, foreign and um, hideous gods of the Canaanites. And they did not do what they were told to get to do. And because of that, they began to worship those idols and uh, broke their covenant with God. But let's listen to what the commentaries had to say. As judgment in the wake of their covenant unfaithfulness, they were unable to withstand their enemies any longer. God specifically promised that he would do this in the covenant that he made with Israel which uh, was characterized by blessings for obedience and curses for disobedience. And you need to look at Leviticus chapter 26, verse 37, and Deuteronomy chapter 28, uh, verse 25, where God has made the covenant. And he told, gave them the, he laid out the, uh, the rule, the, the, I guess you'd call them rules. He laid out the guidelines. This is how you receive blessings. You receive blessings by living a life of obedience to God. So he delivered them into the hand of plunderers who despoiled them. 
And the purpose of all of this was so that it, when Israel uh, was distressed, and now they're greatly distressed, and they're getting ready to start that um, four-step process where they've uh, fallen into apostasy, God has punished them. And now they're about to get to the place where they're distressed. And once they're distressed, they would turn their hearts back to God. God's goal was not punishment in itself, but repentance. The hand of heaven was turned against them, as the Lord had said, and as the Lord had sworn. And that refers again to the curse, to them choosing, uh, to the curse and death said before them in the covenant with the blessings, with the blessing and life. So they could choose curse, which was death, or life, which is blessing. Uh, we see the same principle, and I want to end with this. We see the same principle in the relationship between parents and children. Though often we wish that um, the, our parents would just leave us alone. You know, even as I was growing up, you just kind of wish your parents wouldn't would leave you alone. And even my grown children, they would rather I did not call to bother them about this, that, and the other. They just want to be left alone. Especially if I have a disagreement with something that they're doing, maybe something in their lifestyle or in their life that is contrary to what we've taught them. They don't feel like hearing it. So this is where Israel is. They don't want to, they want to do what they want to do, basically, which is what Judges says, is uh, the, um, the theme of that book, people doing what was right in their own eyes. But let me um, continue. The mid-1990s told the story of a woman named Shannon Wilsey who was well-known actress, a well-known actress in pornographic films. As a 23-year-old woman, she had made uh, lots of movies and a lot of money. Yet, she put a gun to her head and killed herself. Though a success by some standards, the detective investigating her death said, I think her whole life caused this suicide. Shannon bragged about doing crazy things, yet she told a close friend that she had wished her mother would have stopped her. And we thank God that we have the Holy Spirit who's there when we don't have a mother or a father or a friend or even a minister to tell us that we're going the wrong way. That inkling, that moving of the Holy Spirit on your heart lets you know that something's not right. Something's not right between you and God. But let me continue reading. The friend said she felt bad because her mother didn't say anything about her being in the pornographic business. After her suicide, an unmailed letter was found where she described about what she wished her dad would have done. Where were you? When I was dating rock star Greg Allman, when he was 25 years older than me, where were you when I was on heroin? Where were you when I started doing porno movies? The dad said he would have been there had she only asked. And we thank God that we have a father that we can talk to. We only have to ask. Let's pray. Father, just like Shannon Wilsey, 
We have questions where we ask you, where were you? Where were you when things were going wrong in my life? Where were you when my marriage was on the brink of divorce? Where were you when uh, there was no money in the house? Where were you when I had no food? Where were you when we almost lost it all? But again, the, the, the thing is, you've always been there, Father. No matter what we go through, you've always been there. Where were you when we were sick? You were there. Where were you when we uh, lost our jobs? God, you were there. You are aware of everything that we go through. And we thank you that we serve a God who's all-seeing, all-knowing. He's omnipotent, omnipresent. He's all-powerful. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you that even as we read of the sin of idolatry among your children, in, it, uh, in the book of Judges, we know that all of us have areas in our lives that we've allowed Satan to just run rampant. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're casting that away from us, and we're um, asking you to bind it and cast it away from us into that sea of forgetfulness, and God, restore that right relationship that we should have with you. In the name of Jesus. And those who don't know you in the pardon of their sins, we offer Christ to them right now. In the name of Jesus. The scripture says that they need to uh, just believe and receive and uh, accept Christ into their lives and into their hearts. And we thank you, Father. Thank you as we pray for the Ukraine. We pray for other areas of conflicts. We pray for uh, angel protection for your people. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed. Thank you.